talk about Kyle Rittenhouse's trial and how the, uh, well, we'll just, just wait and see. I'm going to fire one up and you guys listen to some guitar licks. Maybe. Where'd she go? thought uh, this would automatically play the next song, but I guess not. So, this is what's going down with Project Veritas and the FBI. It's rather brief, but it's very important that we know what our government is doing and the lengths they're willing to go to. Now, we don't know why they're in search of this diary. It's already been exposed online and the subpoenas and search warrants, I guess just search warrants, not subpoenas, uh, to raid the homes of members of Project Veritas to find said diary show us that the, either the FBI wants it for some sort of evidence or they're, they can't cover it up because it's been leaked online already. It's been in multiple places online. Now, Veritas uh, Chief, uh, CEO, whatever you want to call him, James O'Keefe, said that when Project Veritas was presented with this alleged diary of Joe Biden's daughter. I'll find her name here in a minute. Uh, they chose not to report on it or publish it because it could not be confirmed that it was a legitimate diary so they skipped it but what their uh see your FBI <clears throat> FBI searches James O'Keefe's home in home in Ashley Biden, Biden diary theft. Now, really? I keep a journal. And if I called the local police or the FBI, let alone the FBI, 
said, my diary has been stolen, they would laugh at me. The thing is, it's been online. It's been out there. Veritas said they didn't want to publish it because they could not verify its legitimacy, that it really came from Ashley Biden. But <clears throat> apparently there, it came up on this website that is remotely affiliated with Project Veritas. Maybe it's a subsidiary of Veritas. Um, it says in this article from the New York Times, which, you know, they would love to bury Project Veritas because Veritas has forced the New York Times to do a retraction several times. Uh, see here. Federal authorities on Saturday searched the home of James O'Keefe, James O'Keefe, founder of conservative group Project Veritas, according to witnesses and people briefed on the matter, a day after O'Keefe acknowledged that the group was under investigation by the Justice Department in connection with a diary reported to have been stolen from Ashley Biden, President Joe Biden's daughter. Now, the official story from Project Veritas, because I believe them more than I do the FBI and the New York Times, is that she left this... People came to them saying, we work at this hotel. The president's daughter left this diary there, and there's a lot of juicy information in there. Now, Stephen Crowder reported that he has read the, the diary because it's online. I Google search it and can't really find it, and I'm not going to go digging. I don't give a shit, frankly. I'm more concerned that the FBI is willing to come after journalists, uh, whether they're, you know, what used to be mainstream media, you know, your newspapers, your CNNs, your Fox Newses, uh, but now the real journalism and research are your Jimmy Doors, your Tim Pools, James O'Keefe, uh, Steven Crowder, though he says he's more of a, a comedy show. Uh, these are the people that the government is going after. And this is why you need to be scared, folks. If they're going to go to this length uh, a year after this diary was leaked online, uh, and the fact that the FBI is searching for it makes the online leakage and the posts that are uh, the, the text that is allegedly from this diary, it legitimizes it all. And the things that Ashley Biden writes in there is uh, she's a sex addict, which is no, no, no shame in that game. I, I don't care. Uh, but there was passages in there that she took showers with her dad as a child that were probably inappropriate. Ugh. 
Uh, her brother, Hunter, who we all know is goofier and a pet coon, uh, was having sexting conversations with his niece. Wow. Wowzers. Okay. Wowzers. Um, and different things like that. So, now, you know, we've got the Hunter Biden laptop scandal out there uh, and all of these things. Uh, the, the laptop was covered up until after the election and then it became news. This diary was buried. Now we're uh, uh, almost a year, yeah, a year after the election. And now this is news. This is something the FBI wants to look into. Now, it's possible that they want these passages in her writing, in her words, uh, involving her brother and illicit drug use and uh, fornicating with minors, because that is, that is what is on Hunter Biden's laptop. But... Uh, are they go really going after the the diary, trying to find a way to pin this and say Veritas stole the diary of the president's daughter? How would they pull that off? Okay. So what? Why? Why is our FBI so hell bent on going after these journalists? And when are they going to come after the rest of us? I've heard many people, FBI whistleblower and uh, federal government snitches, whistleblowers, whatever you want to call them, talk about, hey, the, the boots on the ground at the FBI, the CIA, the National, National Security Agency, they are good people. They're, they just want to do their job and protect their country. Same with the people at the uh, Justice Department. But the higher up that ladder you go, just like with uh, these people like General Milley, uh, the military generals in Washington, let's say, they're politically connected and their careers and their money and their future money that they'll make in the private sector relies on being connected to politicians <clears throat> so maybe somebody higher up at the FBI was told by you know the Biden administration hey we gotta go after these conservatives that supposedly stole my daughter's uh, diary we've got to find that diary and pin it on this O'Keefe guy because he's exposing too much I don't know but it's the, the higher up in the FBI or the CIA or the NSA or any of these, uh, you know, initial groups with initials. They are so politically connected in Washington, uh, these paper pushers and desk jockeys that their careers rely on doing what the politicians tell them to. They have to go after whoever is on the hit list. 
And that's what's scary. That's the crux of the biscuit here. There's no way that James O'Keefe and Project Veritas stole this diary. I completely believe the story that, you know, somebody found it. <clears throat> and it's obviously a legit diary if the FBI is out there looking for it. Um... But it's the who, what, when, where, and why are they looking. This is the, the biggest manhunt, the biggest diary hunt, <laughs> the first and only ever diary hunt in history. Okay? So are they trying to put James O'Keefe away in prison for, for stealing the president's daughter's diary. That, can't, that cannot be a very high crime. That, that, that's like a misdemeanor at best. So why would federal law enforcement... You say, well, federal law enforcement's involved because it's the president's daughter... But the FBI is supposed to have much, much bigger things to be concerned with. So we got to find what's what's in the bottom of this. Why why are they looking for this diary? Uh, but it's the high ups in the FBI that need to go. It is the upper echelon of the CIA, the NSA, the Washington, D.C. generals that are politicians that have the problem, that are the problem with this country. Because they bow down to the politicians. And I said it before, I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. We don't elect leaders anymore. We elect politicians. 20-some years ago when I got involved in this dirty game, there was a new word come out called electability. And you had to have the right look. You had to have the right connections. You had to have the right resume. It didn't matter if you were were actually doing it for the people, of the people, by the people. It mattered if you could look good, sound good on TV, and be elected. Now we've got some people that have broken that mold and broke through. But out of 535 House of Representatives members and 100 congressmen, or probably 100 senators... How many AOCs do we have? And how many breakthroughs do we have? How many Mitch McConnells do we have? And how many Marco Rubios or Ted Cruz's or Rand Paul's? Well, 
Those are the only three. <laughs> okay. There's only one Joe Manchin. You've got 90-some <clears throat> other members of the Senate. You couldn't name them if you saw them. Those are the politicians that these high-ups in the FBI and CIA bow to. The Nancy Pelosi's that have been there forever. Joe Biden that has never held a private job. His whole job everywhere in his life has been being an elected uh, politician. But these are the people that the FBI high-ups and the CIA high-ups and the generals in Washington have to bow to, have to bend the knee to. So, with, with that being said, <clears throat> the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, young Kyle was... Uh, a kid that went across, he went from 20 minutes from his home, into Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, he worked in Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, some of the time. I think he was a lifeguard. So he wasn't like a full-time employee there every day, but he had friends there. And when Kenosha started burning after uh, the police shot a African-American man amid the George Floyd trial. Kenosha went up in flames. So Rittenhouse and some of his friends that were trained in weapons also, somewhat trained in as paramedics, EMTs or something. Uh, they knew basic first aid is what it boiled down to. Uh, they took their first aid kits. Uh, they took their guns. And they were going to protect Kenosha's business district from these rioters that were burning it down. <clears throat> they were not invited there by any Kenosha residents except for uh, the friends of Kyle Rittenhouse who lived there. Um, the business owners didn't invite them to protect their properties. The police certainly did not invite them. Uh, <clears throat> but a mob of crazies chased after these people, harassed them all night. And one of the crazies was this gentleman, no, not a gentleman, jackass, named Gage uh, Grosskrauts. His last name was spelled G-R-O-S-S-R, or pardon me, G-R-O-S-S-K-R-E-U-T-Z, Grosskrauts. Gross Crutes, whatever. Gate, we'll just call him Gage. And he spells Gage 
the weirdest way I've seen it spelled, but G-A-I-G-E. You can find him on Twitter spouting off all sorts of fun things back at Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle shot him as Gage was getting ready to shoot Kyle. Kyle had been attacked. There was gunfire going off, uh, fireworks being aimed at police and different people, and fireworks being shot at the police. People were on rooftops throwing uh, bottles of water bottles filled with gasoline down at Kyle and uh, these other uh, militia members. And Kyle was not a member of the militia. He was friends with people in the militia. Uh, this gross Kreitz, he was a part of, he says he's not a part of the organization, but it's something called the People's Revolution. He has spoken at their rallies. He's been on video holding up a fist and yelling, Long live the revolution. I think this is a radical left-wing organization. Uh, and there are People's Revolution members uh, in attendance at the trial. And they've been posting threats to the jury on online saying, we, we have cameras in the courtroom, we know who you are, we'll find you where you live, blah, blah, woof, woof. Uh, <clears throat> this gauge is the state's star witness, and he was caught in many lies today, even by the prosecution. And he's their star witness. Okay? Uh, Rittenhouse's attorney caught him in even bigger lies. Lying to the police. And then saying, well, I didn't say that to the police. Uh, and basically perjuring himself on the witness stand. Uh, he is all, Gage is also suing the city of Kenosha for $10 million. <clears throat> he obtained a lawyer six hours after being shot. Uh, he told the police, now at one point there, there's video and photographs of Gage running down the street and Kyle Rittenhouse is approximately 30 feet ahead of him and Gage was running down the street with his gun in his hand and when Kyle's attorney said, well, why were you running down the street behind him with your gun, with your gun in your hand? He said, well, I wasn't running with my gun in my hand. Uh, my gun never fell out of my, uh, what, what do you call it, a clip? or it never, His gun never fell out of his gun clip. This guy is so pompous and arrogant and he describes his paramedic training uh, to the court and to the jury and the prosecution spent so much time dwelling on his EMT paramedic training that the judge interrupted him interrupted the prosecution and said what's, what's this line of questioning about 
What does this have to do with the trial? Oh, well, we're trying to establish his credibility as a paramedic and that he was just there to help people that night. Well, Gage says his everyday attire includes wallet, keys, gun. And he believes in the Second Amendment and a, a lot of these other things. But he also believes in people's right to protest and burn their cities. And believe me, there are just as many radical left-wing extremists that believe in the Second Amendment as there are radical right-wing extremists. Okay, let's get, move beyond that. Uh, he told the police that he dropped his gun. Then on the witness stand, he said, no, I never told the police that. Well, the defense attorneys for Kyle Rittenhouse pull out a written statement from Gage where he says in there, I, dro I dropped my gun. That's why I was holding it in my hand while I was running down the street. Uh, and then he's kept, he keeps saying that he thought Kyle Rittenhouse was an active shooter. The, trying to paint this phony picture that Kyle was just walking down the street shooting people. <coughs> well, we have clear-cut video of Kyle being attacked. Every time he shot somebody, he was in the pro they were in the process of attacking Kyle Rittenhouse. But nonetheless, he was caught in a lie that he told the police he dropped his gun. It fell out of its uh, gun clip, and that that's why he had it in his hand while he was running down the street. So they have pictures of him, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse not even in the photograph. Uh, Gage says, well, he's about 30 feet ahead of me down the street. They said, well, then you were chasing him down. Oh, no, no, no. Well, what were you doing? Well, I was running down the street. Well, who was in front of you down the street? Uh, well, Kyle Rittenhouse. So you were chasing him. No, I wasn't chasing him. Okay, whatever, dude. It seems like this guy has hero syndrome, this Gage there's no video or anything of Kyle Rittenhouse talking about how he wants to be a hero. But yet, through everything that this Gage fellow talks about, he goes into great length and detail. And he's trying to explain uh, things to the jury and to the court as if they're idiots and don't know anything. He goes into great detail about guns and how much he knows about guns and how, you know, uh, this is how a gun works when he's talking about Rittenhouse uh, clearing a possible misfire, uh, basically Rittenhouse cocking his gun or they call it racking the gun. There's different ways of saying it. Uh, <clears throat> this Gage fellow when he filed his complaint with the police initially, 
after being shot. He failed to tell them he possessed a firearm. He told them many other great details, very detailed about what he was wearing the night of the shooting, where he was, what Kyle Rittenhouse looked like, what Kyle was wearing. But he says, well, you know, I, I just forgot to tell them that I possessed a gun because, you know, I just came out of uh, surgery when the police came in to question me. And I was on a lot of medication, and I, uh, I was just came through a traumatic event. This is the state's star witness, repeatedly caught lying. Will the jury pick up on it, or will they say, "Well, Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed people, therefore he's guilty of murder"? I don't know. Here's another trick to this this case. The judge has already warned the jurors of fake news. And all throughout my searches today, because I was trying to find the live stream, because this bombshell dropped, the defense got Gage Grosskrotz, Grosskrutz, Grosskreutz, that's how we'll pronounce it, to admit that Kyle did not fire at him until Gage had his gun pointed at Kyle. And when he said that, the defense attorney turned because he was going to go to a different line of questioning, and you see... Gage Krautz, Grosskreutz face just, he closes his eyes and kind of drops his head because he knows he just blew the whole case. He just admitted that Kyle shot in self-defense, that he ran up on Kyle and Kyle was clearing the gun jam uh, Kyle had just shot somebody else who was beating him up. And this gross crutch said, well, I, I was fear for my life. I had to close the distance and get up close to Kyle. And he, you know, he goes into his, but I'm, I'm a medic. I, I'm a, I'm, it's not in me to kill somebody. I didn't plan on killing Kyle. Rittenhouse, uh, but yet he's pointing a gun at Kyle's head. But the the key moment was the defense got him to admit Kyle did not shoot him until he pointed the gun at Kyle's head. And he kept saying, no, I, I don't have a gun pointed at his head. And the defense says, well, maybe we can show you a photograph and uh, they said, well, what's this photograph look like to you? Uh, and the gross crutes says, well, this looks like my arm being vaporized. You, you, that's not a medical term. Nobody says that. 
He's saying it for dramatic effect in front of the jury. Because uh, <clears throat> this guy's a narcissist and, and maybe a psychopath on top of that. There's much video of him talking down about uh, on his on gross and gross crutes own Facebook live stream he's talking shit about Kyle Rittenhouse and his friends Kyle's friends as they're you know walking past him uh, with their you know long rifles uh, this gross crutes keeps saying AR-15s but I don't think they were actually AR-15s. Uh, that's just a catchphrase now for the media, like assault rifle. But anyways, so <clears throat> the attorney says, and why was your arm being vaporized? And he said, because Kyle shot me. And the <clears throat> defense attorney says something like, and when he shot, when you shot him in this picture, when Kyle shot you in this picture, is your gun pointed at his head? And Grosscoats says, correct. Self-defense. The defense attorneys got the... I'm going to call him the assailant, the rioter that was getting ready to shoot Kyle Rittenhouse. They got him to admit Kyle shot because Grosskraut approached him, went from five feet away. Kyle did not have a gun pointed at Grosskraut at that point. It was when Grosskraut got two or three feet from him with a gun pointed at him. Then Kyle shot his arm off. And <clears throat> all of Grosskreutz's arrogance and pompousness drained from his body because he knew they just got him to admit Kyle shot him because Kyle thought Grosskreutz was aiming for his head. And there's photographic and video evidence to back that up. Grosskreutz swears that he had his hands in the air in the surrender position. I think he ran up on Kyle. Kyle just popped one guy that was beating him up. And then Grosskreutz goes, whoa, shit. And that's when he threw his hands up. It was a whoa, shit moment, not a I surrender moment. Because why else would Grosskreutz pull his gun out from behind his back and then start closing in on Kyle Rittenhouse. He thought Kyle's gun was jammed and he had a free shot and he was going to be the hero that took down the active shooter. I know a thing or two or three. Uh, I'm like Yogi. I'm smarter than the average bear. And... Here's the thing. After, and the jury saw all of this, 
after that moment, one of the prosecutors, it's all over the internet, the prosecutor's just palming his face going, oh, crap. This idiot just blew our entire case away. And all of the attorneys that were uh, watching on like live streams on the uh, internet, they all popped out of their chairs and went, oh, you know, this is going to be a, oh, what was it? a directed, a direct, direct something. In other words, the judge was going to direct the jury that there's not enough evidence here to say that uh, Rittenhouse went out with the intent to murder people which is what the prosecution is trying to say. That after this guy admitted that Kyle wrote Rittenhouse fired in self-defense, he blew the whole case. And one of the prosecutors is hanging his head with his face in his palm because this pompous jerk, Gage Grosskreutz, blew it for them. Now, Grosskreutz's friend is going to testify to Wednesday. And the friend posted on Facebook and then later deleted it that Grosskreutz said that his only regret was not emptying the magazine of his Glock 27. He kept bragging about, I had a Glock 27. My Glock 27. Uh, the friend posted on Facebook, just talked to Gage at the hospital, and he said his only regret was he didn't empty his magazine into that little punk written house. So that's coming Wednesday. I think it's called a directed verdict. And even after the jury finds they're guilty or not guilty, the judge can say, okay, you rule on this, but I rule on the law. I say that this is a directed verdict and that there's not enough evidence here to prove Rittenhouse was out to just murder a rampage. But here's where the media is covering and trying to convict Kyle in the public's eye. And if you're not watching the trial and not following non-biased media, you won't know this. Uh, Gage Grosskreutz says on the stand and he tried to whip up some fake tears but then he went right back to his pompous narcissistic self <clears throat> he said that he was scared he was scared why were you running in the same direction where Kyle Rittenhouse was running he thought that night that Kyle told him that Kyle was working with the police. Uh, later on, 
Gross Crute says, oh, well, I realized later on, he said, Kyle said, I'm running to the police. I'm getting the police. This is after Kyle just shot the second person who was trying to kill him, uh, who is also uh, some kind of sexual deviant, by the way, this person that he shot. Um, Gross Crute's concealed carry license had expired it is unclear whether he knew it was expired or not but he's so braggadocious about his second amendment and how much he knows about guns and laws and how to be the perfect emt and how he was telling people how to properly administer first aid and how to properly apply the tourniquet to his arm that Kyle Rosenhaus just shot off. And uh, even when he got into the back of the police uh, uh, tank, we'll call it, armored vehicle, uh, he was telling the EMT of the SWAT team how to apply a second tourniquet because his arm was still bleeding. And, you know, in in the medical field, we have... A saying life before limb so if you have to lose the limb to save the life that's what's important this guy's so pompous and so arrogant he buried himself I hope that the jury saw through it saw through his arrogance and his pompousness but the media keeps publishing the headlines Rittenhouse victim that survived. Survivor of Kyle Rittenhouse says he was scared. Why, why was he out there then? He paint this cop Gage Grootenhouse. Gross Crutes paints himself as this hero who went to all of the riots for 70 days to administer first aid to people. guy's got hero syndrome the guy wants this guy wanted this day and the media is playing into his hands trying so hard to frame Kyle Rittenhouse in everyone's public opinion you see they have to convict Kyle Rittenhouse And I'm so afraid this kid's going to get life in jail. It's going to come down to... It does the jury believe in self-defense? Or do they say, well, you know, two people are dead and one guy's uh, severely injured in his right arm because Kyle shot them? I mean, was Kyle supposed to lay on the ground and take the beating that he was getting from these people? You know, some of these people that Kyle shot said, if I see any of you MFers alone, I'm going to kill you. Uh, All these things. This Gage Grosskreutz. I said it right for on the first try that time. Uh, you know, he was making fun of Kyle and his buddies as they were walking by in a very uh, 
mean-spirited tone of voice, a very arrogant, I'm better than you voice. But basically today, the defense got the state's star witness to confess that Kyle shot him in self-defense. And the media is trying to cover it up by putting the headline up there that, you know, Rittenhouse victim said he was afraid he was going to die that night. Lone survivor of Kyle Rittenhouse afraid he was afraid he would die that night. So the media is trying to convict Kyle Rittenhouse in the court of public opinion so that there will be more riots if the verdict doesn't come back the way they want it to. So I've gone into a lot of detail because I know the biased media out there is feeding a lot of lies. I hope you guys stuck with me through this whole 47-minute spiel. There was a lot of detail about Mr. Gage Grosskreutz. Uh, check out at the real Big John. Pardon me, the real underscore Big John on Twitter. Posted a couple memes I think were pretty cute. They've gotten a few retweets. Um, so check that out. Um, one is of uh, Mr. Grosskreutz. Oh shit, I just blew the case for the prosecution and cost myself $10 million face. And the other one is uh, the prosecution, the prosecutor face palming. You know, when you know your uh, client just admitted that he was shot in self-defense and blew your entire case. Uh, so, God bless you guys. Pray for one another. Remember, always watch your back for the government and for the media. We should love our government, but we should trust but verify. You know... Why is the FBI so hell-bent on getting a diary from Project Veritas? Why is Kyle Rittenhouse even on trial? Kyle Rittenhouse is a victim of the times. What do I mean by that? I'll close with this. Every time there's a shooting let's say at a school or a mass shooting, they come on TV and they say, well, we've got to do something. Somebody has to answer for this. That's what Kyle Rittenhouse is. Something has to be done because this has been in the media and it's been in the media circus. Uh, so we have to do something. Derek Chauvin was a some thing. <clears throat> they had to appease the rioters and 
make sure there were not more riots. So they had to convict someone of something. I'll leave you with that. God bless you guys. Pray for each other. Pray for the United States of America. Because this is the last great hope for man on earth. And if we lose this great nation to communism, liberalism, there, there's nothing. There will be no freedom left. So, And there are a lot more of us in the silent majority than there are of the Democrat socialists and so on and so forth. So, God bless you guys for the umpteenth time. I gotta spark my cigar back up. But thank you guys for listening and watching. I hope you made it all the way through. Because I tried to be as thorough. And as informative as I could. But I had to be really detailed tonight. Because there was a lot of detail to this. Until next time my friends.